Hello and welcome to Polnet Podcast and our new segment, Happening Now. This week on Happening Now, we are talking about war in Ethiopia. The war started in November of 2020 between armed forces of Tigray region and armed forces of central government of Ethiopia. Ethiopia is an East African country that borders with Djibouti, Somalia, Kenya, Eritrea, Sudan and South Sudan, and it's completely landlocked. It is a very populous country, in fact the second most populous in Africa, with a variety of different ethnic groups. It stands as no surprise that Ethiopia is a federal parliamentary republic, divided in 10 regional states along the ethnic lines. One of them is Tigray region. According to their constitution, every single one of them has the right to secede. Head of the country is an Ethiopian president, but he only holds the ceremonial powers. The real power lies in the hand of their prime minister. Ethiopia was branded as an authoritarian regime, but things started to change when the Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed came to power in 2018. Abiy Ahmed is quite a character on African political scene. He was also a winner of Nobel Peace Prize. How did that happen? Well, he put an end on 20 years long border conflicts with Eritrea. Today, the Nobel Peace Prize winner is sending an army forces in the Grey region, fighting the rebellious Tigray Liberation Front. Other than that, he also started said that Ethiopia could be ready for a war with Egypt over the Grand Renaissance Dam on Nile River. But who is actually Abiy Ahmed? Abiy is an ethnic Roma and he was an aspiring figure in their regional politics. He holds a PhD in the Peace and Conflict Resolution and he finished his bachelor's degree in computer science in Addis Ababa and attained his master's degree of business in London. He also received acknowledgments of his religious conflict resolution work in the Roma region and was given Peace and Reconciliation Award by Ethiopian Orthodox Church. In terms of policies, he worked on economic liberation and privatization of government-owned industries. When it comes to human rights and freedoms, Abiy freed thousands of political prisoners put an end on draconian anti-terrorism law that was used for political repression and he called for return of media outlets that were banned. Overall, Ethiopia was moving away from an authoritarian regime and his work was praised. So, how did war start? To understand the conflict, we will start by explaining the shifts in Ethiopian politics, not just the rising of power of Abiy Ahmed in his liberal policies, but changes in balance of power between ethnic groups. After the war in 1991, Ethiopia was governed by a coalition of ethnic parties called Ethiopian People's Revolutionary Democratic Front. The most influential party was the Grace People's Liberation Front. Until 2018, the Grace Party was the governing party, which gave it unproportionate influence over other ethnic groups, which are much larger in size and population. Things have changed for the Grey when Abbey's Prosperity Party came to power, in spite of their efforts to sabotage it. 
Tigray declined to merge into the Prosperity Party, and for the first time it was outside the governing chain. Things escalated during the COVID pandemic, when central government Abiy Ahmed postponed elections that were set to happen in 2020. In retaliation, Tigray's region organized their own election, with central government called illegal. Armed conflict started in Mekel, between Tigray's People Liberation Front and central government, but it quickly spread to other parts of the country and on other ethnic groups, in short, from political imbalance to ethnic conflict. Tigray conflict spilled over Tigray's borders onto the entire country and then spilled over Ethiopia's borders. There were alleged clashes with Sudan, air-trained forces on Ethiopian land, and Somalia is also allegedly involved. With the war still on, we are far from seeing the solution, and humanitarian crisis is becoming more wild. Abi woke up the old demons who gained a lot of enemies in short time. He befriended the Tigray's enemy Eritrea, invested his efforts into centralizing government, imprisoned dozens of previous government members who were Tigrayans, and it felt like a backlash on Tigray, and was definitely received as an open invitation to war. are going about war crimes, massive killing, but also about detention of journalists, many of them who are opposing central government, saying that they fear for their lives. How will it end, and will the Nobel Peace Prize winner be able to hack the peace once more? Abi Ahmed once said, the war is epitome of hell for all involved. And now his country is going through one. This was all for today's episode. Thank you for listening and see you next week.